Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Style Defines Us podcast. We are excited to have Veronica Chow on our podcast. She is the founder of Size Inclusive Sustainable Lifestyle Brand, Everybody and Everyone, which launched last year. She grew up in the fashion industry, and we cannot wait to learn all about this brand. Thank you for being here. Hi, everyone. And um, thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited to be on today. Let's start by walking us through your career path. Yeah, so I grew up um, going to my family's factories. We were doing knitwear and denim. And as a teenager, I'd go to my family's factories and say, why is it so dusty? What is this colored water? Um, What is this smell? And um, I'd ask all these questions. Um, But back then, it was just the way how things were made. And um, in my teenage years, I interned with um, my dad's company. I worked in um, fashion brands as a a store girl working in the stock room. and then my first business was bringing mass market American brands to China. And um, also living out in China, I realized how much pollution there was and it got me really curious about sustainability. And that's what these are the reasons why I became interested in sustainability for myself, but also in fashion. And therefore, um, last year, I decided to launch a brand, um, all sustainable, eco-innovative, and um, we consider where our materials are made, where our products are made in order to lower our carbon footprint. Um, But there's another aspect to the brand, which is as a young person growing up, I also had um, body image issues and and, um, struggled a little bit with eating and food. And so one of the things I did with my roommates in high school was like we had supermodels all over our walls. Um, And I also then questioned why is there not more Um, body type representation in the fashion industry. And so when I launched my brand, it was very important for me to be size inclusive. And um, I'm very happy to say we're able to um, launch with a brand that runs from size double zero all the way to size 24. So um, this is our brand and I hope um, I can show you a little bit more about it today. Well, we are absolutely thrilled to introduce our audience to the brand because we are huge, huge fans. And I think you spoke about how the idea about the brand began. And I love everything that you said. And it seems like these are buzzwords in the fashion industry right now, but you actually um, were ahead of your time and you were addressing issues that were important to you, not because they're supposed to be addressed right now because you know they're the N words that are being thrown around. So it's very authentic and we love that. Yeah, I've I've been in learning about sustainability for I would say seven eight years and really actively participating in sustainability for at least five six years now, and um, I think within sustainability in the beginning there was very few choices, um, and in the really in the past couple of years there's been a lot more choices for the consumer but also on the material side and um, my family also does investments and so through that. I see some cutting edge technologies. Um, We've invested in a company that grows leather in the lab. So you don't have to kill a cow in order to make leather. Our brand is not using it yet, but you know, those are some of the future technologies we hope to discuss and and use. Um, But for our brand, everybody and everyone, we do have um, a fabric made from fermented sugar. Um, And um, that fabric is super comfortable and stretchy and, um, um, almost wrinkle-free and um, feels great. So um, I'm really excited to use these new material technology um, for 
for making clothes. Uh, we are so excited about that. Mm-hmm. That really is so admirable. And also the other part of the puzzle is that if you were able to find a sustainable brand, you were going to have to pay a lot of money and you have found a way to do it more um, feasibly for more people. Yes. Um, I've, that was one of our goals to keep it um, as affordable as possible. Um, and um, our price points mainly are under $200, except for outerwear. Um, you know, we have a puffer jacket that can be worn in, in a few different ways. You can sip it off as wearing a short jacket or a long, long version. That puffer is made from 330 recycled plastic bottles. That one um, is our most expensive item at 288 So everything else, like our, our shirts and, and pants and all those are are um, around a between 100 and 200. Um, but, you know, with sustainability, what people don't realize is everything that is a sustainable option is around 20 to 25% more expensive, whether it's the labels or the hang tags or the buttons or the zippers and, and the fabric itself. And um, sometimes finding the factories that are, have green certifications also means costing a little bit more. Um, my hope is for the fashion industry, once there's more people doing sustainability, and um, th- these prices would generally come down. And I, I believe that as the brand evolves, um, we'll be able to um, provide things that are not crazy expensive. I think it's amazing. I love that. And we invite everyone to go to the Everybody and Everyone website and also social media Instagram because there are so many incredible, they offer this wonderful journey of teaching and educating one about sustainability and all the different elements of these products. You are just, I promise you're going to enjoy it. And Veronica, thank you so much for speaking about body image because that definitely takes courage. It is so important. And so thank you for opening up about that. It's something that every female, even though they are all so beautiful and fabulous, we are very hard on ourselves. So walk us through the design process. Yeah, on the design process. um, I mean, on on the fit side, um, for some of our products, um, we've actually what our, I have a fit guru in my company and she's super experienced and, and um, she's worked for many great brands before. And I have her came up, come on board and help us um, look at our size charts. Most brands in the past have been either what we call missy sizing or plus, and they were usually separate brands and that, and now that we're putting all um, both size ranges together, what happens is a lot of um, it, it, it jumps from the Missy size chart to the plus size chart and people fall in between. And actually there's a whole group of customers in America that don't find their clothing in, in their size. They just, things just don't fit. And we've done a thing called what we call harmonized size chart. And so the sizes don't jump so dramatically when it goes from Missy to plus size charts. And um, in, in that sense, um, you know, we really hope to be able to find something that fits for everyone. Um, and, you know, as I said, it's an important aspect for my personal um, reasons. And um, yeah, I think we, when we design, we think of all different types of women. Like I tell my designers to think about all people of different sizes and different body shapes and different skin color and hair color, eye color and everything um, when we're designing. And it's not a we're not designing for a black and white image. Um, and uh, I think that's, that's an important part for our design. And I think in what we've seen is in the plus size range, there has been fewer sustainable brands, 
Um, so we've gotten some feedback from influencers who are like, oh, this is plus and eco-friendly. And, and um, that's, um, you know, people get pretty excited about that. And also we try to offer sustainable clothing that is not just, not the very crunchy type of things. Um, you know, we want to have some more elevated and elegant pieces. Um, I, um, for example, our trench coat, which um, you guys have in your hands and I, I hope you guys like it. And the trench coat is made from um, 63 recycled plastic bottles. And um, why don't you tell, you tell your audience about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I absolutely adore it. I love the fabric. I love how deep black it is. I love the fit. I feel like you can dress it up from day to night. I am going to be telling everyone I know about this trench coat, truly. I absolutely adore it. I really do. And I love the fact that you don't really talk about plus size or, you know, petite size or whatever. It's whatever size you are is whatever size you are. And there's no label or stigma really attached to that. Yeah. And and with this tre- uh, trench coat, coat, you know, we think that it's an elevated piece and it works really for any woman at, you know, as you said, day to night. Yeah. Definitely does. Yeah. And um, we also have some elevated other types of elevated pieces. I mean, one of my um, favorite piece is um, it's a long silk shirt. Um, It's almost like a a long tunic. And um, first of all, the silk is made from, um, is, is, is made in China, but where they have the raw materials, where they grow the organic mulberry trees for the silk, and then where they make the fabric, where they make the final garment, it's all in the same place. So the farming methods of it captures more carbon dioxide into the ground, and the local farmers who help us with this um, raw material, they do rotational cropping, and they make money um, more money than before because they sell, make a few different types of um, crops throughout the year. And then because all the factories are located in the same place, the carbon footprint for this item is very low. But because we're using silk for this item, it's a very elevated and elegant piece. It's one of my personal favorites. And I'm um, having it across size ranges. Again, um, you know, I, I really think that all different types of women can enjoy it. And, um, and that particular item, you can tie it in the front for a different look, or you can tuck it in or side to, or tuck one side. I think there's, an, or sometimes I even wear it completely open with a tank top inside. It's one item that has a lot of versatility sitting in your closet. Most definitely. It's a silk shirt. <laughs> but I love, okay. I love it so much. It almost looks like a, a silk night shirt kind of thing. And then you just can do all these different things to it. I'll be yeah. about that. And we have that in black and a cream color. So the yeah. two colors for her. Yes. Is it deep breath tunic? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Perfect. <laughs> I personally is my favorite. So I do wear it a lot and um, I get a lot of compliments from it. So that makes yeah. me really happy. And I hope that, you know, I, I hope that when my our customers wear our clothes and they get compliments as well and puts a smile okay. on their face. Absolutely. I mean, I can already picture with that shirt wearing it, you know, with jeans and sneakers during the day, let's say we're in New York, you know, and we're, running around and we're busy or, uh, and then when we're going to some event with a, like the Custom Institute, the Met, then we put it on, we just change our pants to the black pant and a strappy sandal and some fabulous earrings. And then we're set yep. um, for that, you know, super fashiony crowd. So I'm just thrilled. I just really am. And Veronica, I'm wearing the turtleneck, which I mm-hmm. adore. And you can also take that off. So do you want to take off the turtleneck part? Do you want to tell us a little bit about this piece? 
Yeah. So personally, I love wearing turtlenecks and I'm sometimes late and I rush into a restaurant and, you know, it's it's cold outside and I go in and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's hot. And I literally try to pull the neck off um, when I sit down and I'm like, why doesn't anyone do that? And we that's what we did. We have now a turtleneck where the neck piece can come off. And actually what has happened is it's two items in one. Because I can style it with a shirt under with the collar sticking out um, when it's a crew neck or I can wear it as a turtleneck. And um, we even had a customer told us, oh, we, she put the turtleneck piece on her head as a headband kind of situation. Wow. Um, so that's kind of fun. But um, it's, it's, you know, it's in line with sustainability. One item, two uses. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's made from sustainably sourced um, a mix of cashmere and wool. Okay. Yes, yeah. it's not itchy, which is so key in a sweater. It's called the Dream Two in One Turtleneck Sweater. And what I was telling mom when I got it that I was so pumped about is that it has the slits and it's lower in the back. So we love those details. Uh, <laughs> in the dream cardigan mom and I we keep pushing wearing cardigans for work from home so that is also going to be a great option there wait to try that very excited about that okay yeah and um with with our cashmere we also have um well the cardigan's great we made sure there's pockets in there because I sometimes wear um a cashmere cardigan at home myself and I'm like oh I need to put my phone in there or whatnot so we always try to make sure we have pockets but um we also have um a cashmere um bottom a a pant like a jogger um as well so we usually match it with the hoodie um for a more casual look but you can definitely match it with the cashmere cardigan as well um so we always try to think about oh how can our consumers put things together um, you know, is it with our leggings or our, our cashmere joggers or other denim items and whatnot? Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. it's like a whole capsule wardrobe right right here. Um, how many collections will everybody and everyone have a year? Um, every year we will have two collections um, and uh, we have some mini collections, but um, it's really just two collections. I think we are not racing after the fashion calendar and trying to come up with the most trendiest things every season. We'll have interesting pieces, but I think I'm I'm more in line with having staple pieces that you can help build your wardrobe and pieces that can last for a long time in your wardrobe. Um, and I deliberately created this brand not to make another party dress um, because you know we're trying to be sustainable. And I think um, some of these more classic styles and classic pieces can, can last a long time, yeah. Absolutely. And another thing that has happened to me a lot as a stylist is I find a pant, you know, let's say it's a pant by the row or whoever, and it's the perfect pant and I'm giving it and make, you know, getting it for a lot of my clients. And then I go one day and they've discontinued it and they've got some other version of it that, that isn't the same, you know, mm. keep changing up things, all these brands. So, you know, I'm hoping that this core that you're, that you've built will, you know, will be something that if someone to, or, you know, I don't want to say five years from now, but a year from now sees someone wearing that pant, the person can still find, you know, and they want to purchase it too. They can still find it in the brand. I feel like those heritage pieces, you know, that's just like such the soul of the brand. Yeah, I, I hope so too. And, um, you know, with our little lot pant, 
which is made from that fermented sugar fabric I, I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, it's adjustable at the waist, adjustable at the length. There's actually three lengths. So, you know, sometimes we wear high heels, we wanted the pant longer. We wear flats, we wanted a bit shorter. Um, so it's adjustable. And, and that's really because I had struggled in my own closet. I'm like, why do I need to have different pairs of black pants for different shoes? Um, why can't, you know, I, I've literally taken glue and taped my pants together, oh, yeah. <laughs> the hem, hem together. Yeah. And so we created a pair where um, I hope that it, you know, lasts longer in the closet. And um, it is our best selling item. We've already had replenishment for it come in. And right now, you know, we're, we hope to in the future launch it in different colors and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, so yes, it's, I think this one is going to stay. <laughs> Yay. I'm thrilled to hear it. And that pant is a remarkable pant because like I have mentioned to you before, so many people that have, um, I don't even, sometimes the word curvy is associated with certain sizes, but you know, if you don't have a boyish figure, if you have any kind of curves at all, a lot of pants don't, if they fit, um, at the hip, they don't fit at the waist. And so you have solved that problem. And to tell you the truth, I didn't even know I could do three different lengths. So I'm thrilled to, um, to discover that that's going to be really fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's just little buttons at the, at the bottom and, and, um, wow. can adjust it. <laughs> Brilliant. Really, really, really. I, I, I'd suggest to adjust it when it's, when you're not wearing it, it's oh. a little bit easier to do. <laughs> <laughs> and to have to bend down and, you know, <laughs> Fabulous. how far in advance do you start designing the next collection? Um, our timeline is not the shortest. We're not fast fashion. So we're not like doing, you know, things crazy on, on a crazy schedule. And the thing is, because we use a lot of sustainable fabrics, they also take time to develop. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes we have to test the fabrics and, and whatnot. So we we have a longer um, design timeline, but again, you know, as we're not chasing after what's the most trendiest, that timeline is, is not too much of an issue. Um, yeah. Not at all. Mm -hmm. that, that, that makes for a better product for sure. Okay. Yeah. And we, we definitely want to like um, test out all our fabrics and, and have samples where we wear test it and have different people try it out um, before we launch. And, you know, making clothes is, there's so much clothes in this world. People think making clothes is very easy, but there's, there is a process. Um, and, uh, you know, we were trying to make a tank top and one of the discussions was, Oh, what happens if the woman has a bigger breast? Um, you know, do the straps have to be thicker and again, across sizes, like how do we make a strap that fits for all the different sizes? So those are all the considerations we have day in and day out. And, um, and I'm happy that we don't have to rush to make anything and, and we won't release it unless we're, we're really happy with it. Ah, this brand just gets better and better. It, it, really does. it really does. There are too many clothes in the world. I mean, there's no reason to come out with another brand that, you know, that's doing exactly what everybody else is doing. So I'm just, we're just thrilled. I'm, yeah. And you know, we're still not perfect. There's still things like I still want to do and there's still got ideas and like, there's still things I'm like, Oh, we need to make it even better. <laughs> so um, it's our beginning days. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're doing a great job. Thank you. A typical entrepreneur, you know, it's never, you're always like, I can do better every single day. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be better today than yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I also have like, I want to make other things. I want to make boots. I want to do, ah. I do other things. Um, 
yeah, it's, it's, it gets very complicated once I start thinking about all those different things. <laughs> You're taking the steps at the, in the right order, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, step by step. <laughs> That's right. And then, so besides the observations you were making growing up in fashion in the factories, what about any like business practices that you observed while growing up in the fashion industry that you have applied to everybody and everyone? Yeah, I think especially being in sustainability, um, you know, as we just mentioned, there's so much clothes in the world. Right. Um, right. And I think in the industry, there's a lot of talk about, you know, how do we deal with that? People are now more interested in buying vintage or um, or secondhand, depending on how you call it, or pre-loved. Um, right. And I, I agree with that. You know, I personally buy um, earrings that are vintage and, and accessories that are. And um and the other thing is, you know, is there recycling? And we are looking into different ways of recycling our clothes in the future. Um, we already have clothes made from recycled plastic bottles um, and uh, recycled fishing nets. And, um, you know, our, our socks, our T-shirts, those, those are all from recycled materials. But um, we also have a recycling program. So if anyone has old clothes in their closet, um, you can also send it to us and we can help you recycle. And we have a partner that helps us do that. Um, and um, that company is called ICO. And um, yeah, it's on our website. Um, email us and we'll give you the details of, of send back a package. And um, right. so we, we're thinking of, of these new ways of how a fashion business should be. Um, yeah, step by step, um, trying to figure it out. <laughs> it's remarkable. It really is. I mean, I, I, so many people are trying to figure all this out right now. And I feel like you're just, I'm just so impressed. I'm just so happy. And then on the sustainability side, like one of, you know, people ask me, okay, we're, we have a climate crisis, but um, what's the, what can we do? Um, you know, we're making all these small changes at home. And actually one of the best things to do is to plant trees. So we do have a t-shirt that, um, it's our, it's our slogan t-shirts, again, made from recycled materials. It's 100% recycled, actually, that t-shirt. Um, and um, part of the proceeds of the t-shirt goes to a charity called One Tree Planted. And um, you can help plant trees that way. Or you can go to their website and, and plant a tree. It's basically $1 per tree. Um, so if you donate $10, you're, you're helping plant 10 trees. And trees are the most mir- miracle miraculous machines in a way where they can capture carbon dioxide and give us more oxygen. So oxygen also gives us better skin. So that, that's always a good thing. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> what body image message do you hope to achieve through everybody and everyone? And maybe you already answered that. So if you have anything else to say. Yeah. So for the brand, for our very first season, um, we made a commitment and actually investment as well to um, shoot our campaign and also our e-commerce e-com images on different t- um, models and different body sizes. So um, when we launched, we had 10 different women on the site. Um, and of course, season after season, we add more people to it. And so we have a, a different size range and, and I don't think there should be, you know, whatever we call model size before when, you know, when I was growing up, I don't think that even should be a term. And it's about adding more representation. And um, I, I still don't think we have enough representation because we've done three seasons and there is a limited amount of people that we can have on the site. So next time we do it, I'm like, oh, maybe we need to add um, 
someone who is a bit more petite. Maybe we want to add someone who's even taller or like I have all these different different thoughts and all, all different sizes. And and um, yeah, I think um, I think you, if you come on the site, you really feel that um, there's a, there's a comprehensive size range of people on there. Absolutely. Another thing about the pant um, that we were talking about with the buckles on the side, when you were mentioning all the different types of people, there's also um, age, you know, in a lot of brands, um, people age out of, and also a lot of my clients will say, well, I have sort of two closets, one when I'm a six and one when I'm an eight. One of my Mm. calls it not right now, honey. That's her section of the uh, smaller clothes. But with that pant, You know, if you're going between a two and a four, a six and eight, a 14 and 16, whatever it is, that ability to pull in the waist and let it out, you've solved solved that issue. So you don't have to have two different, you know, complete wardrobes go up or down. And and that's that's actually um, one of my personal issues, too. I fluctuate between sizes, um, you know, especially even after having kids, my I was a I definitely was a different size right after, but the years after also was slightly different. And, and even, you know, sometimes from the beginning of the year to the end of year, I fluctuate between sizes. And, and we, I definitely think about that when we, we do our pants, um, um, same for our leggings, you know, there's definitely a lot of stretch in there. Um, we have a Saturday everyday pant, which is a little bit looser and so elasticated waistband. So it's, it's super comfortable. Um, and, and I definitely consider that. And, I, I also like shirts a lot myself personally, because when I wear shirts or even V-neck t-shirts, um, I feel that it elongates my neck a little bit and, and therefore elongates my body and the way I look and makes me feel better. Um, so that's like, yeah, that's important to me. We do have quite a few V-neck t-shirts options and I like V-neck t-shirts also if I put a blazer over. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I think about these things and, and, you know, on our website, you can see some styling where we tuck the shirt on one side or even tuck in a little bit. And, you know, some days I'm like, oh, I just maybe had a cake or something. And I feel okay. <laughs> I'm the stomach. I'm like, I cannot wear skin tight. Like I'm not, I'm not the Kardashians. <laughs> I cannot wear those type of like skin tight clothes. And I want just a little bit of looseness around my midsection area so I can feel better. <laughs> And yeah. I don't have to worry about it. And I don't have to constantly stuck my stum- tummy. In. Um, and you can live. And, I, and yeah. And the thing is, like, I, I, I struggle a little bit because sometimes I'm like, I shouldn't care so much about it. But, you, you know, it, and um, but throughout the years of, you know, being so aware of body image, there's just little tips of how I dress that is, is in here as well. Well, it's, it's like you are. You've got our backs. You've got your girls back. You know what I'm saying? I feel as a, as a stylist too. I'm like, I want them to be comfortable. I don't want to put them in something where they feel like they can't sit down or they have to hold in their stomach the whole time. But if you're wearing that silk shirt, for example, also, and you take it on a trip, people aren't even going to know it's the same shirt because you're changing mm. it so much, you know? And, yeah. and I think that's lovely that you are taking consideration into how your clothes actually make a person feel when they're wearing them. Yeah, but I want to learn from you and I'm sure you've got tons of styling tips. <laughs> right. Yes, we're, we'll definitely create content with that. I think the pant y'all are talking about is called the little and a lot pant with the buckle. Yes. Yes. Yep. yes. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Make sure in case anyone wanted to get something. And I feel like on your social media, you have such a great representation of all different kinds of women and lifestyles from being a mom to being at home, you know, all the different ways that a modern woman would be living her life. So you can, of course, always improve, but you're doing great right now. And the the mom part is because I'm I'm a mother of twin boys. They they are five. And um, when they were younger, I would I would wear a lot of denim and I wouldn't bring a bag because I once I use a um, crossbody bag and they ran over to me. I kind of bend down and whack them in the head. And I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> um, so I, I just try to have my phone and like, you know, I try to just maybe put my credit card or some yes. um, a small wallet and my keys in my pockets. So yes. pockets to me is super important. Um, if we do any dresses or skirts, it has to have pockets. And I'm always with my team saying, can we make the pockets bigger? Can we make it even bigger? So our denim, for example, has um, pockets which are very big. And I've compared it to all my other jeans at home from high-end brands to more mass market brands. And I'm like, oh, we do have the biggest pockets. And our pockets also go up to the, go into the middle zipper where it functions as a tummy tuck. Um, and I can put a pen in there and um, I'm a little bit obsessed with pockets. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I also feel like it puts, um, you know, women at a disadvantage when they are walking into the meeting and they have their purse and their business cards are nowhere to be found. And, you know, yeah. and they're just, they're hands free. So yeah. um, it is there. And also I feel like clothes, we definitely love them to be stylish, but they need to be functional. They need to serve a purpose. So that is, you're, you're really hitting the nail on the head there. What was important to you when choosing the price point? Um, when choosing the price point, I wanted, I mean, the brand name is called Everybody and Everyone. And when we came up with the brand name, I was really thinking about sustainability should be for everybody and everyone. Um, size inclusivity is, you know, clothes design should be for everybody and everyone, but, you know, in line with the name, the price point should be as well. And, um, and so I try to make it as affordable as possible, but I also, um, am not one of those brands out there that would go find a sweatshop and and make things at crazy low prices. Um, I, I do hope to be able to continue lowering the prices in the future as we grow. Um, um, I, I don't know if that's a possibility at this very moment, um, but we wanted to, to do good prices. And, but I think when we choose fabrics and all those, we also want quality. And yeah. so um, that also brings the prices up. And I, I mentioned earlier, our buttons are sustainable, our zippers are sustainable, mm-hmm. the hang tags, the packaging. And um, yeah, I think I want to make sure everyone in the company also, um, you know, has uh, they also have their value and and um right. so yeah i think it's fair on everyone um, I think, yeah. yeah i think the price point is is amazing i really do i think that um pe- women want to invest in something that's going to last and i think it's an incredibly fair price for all of this the, the the testing that you put in the fabrics that you're using the packaging everything I think it's I think it's remarkable I really do I don't think you need to yeah. lower I'm really not here to make a brand that is like um like those 
big fast fashion brands, which are, you know, even some of them are making, selling things for what, $15, $20. And it's just, I just don't know what happens, you know, down the line, like to the, to the farmers or the factory workers and all that. Um, Yeah. Our world, the land, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was looking through your the everybody and everyone Instagram today, and you do a lot of the sustainability education, which is very important because one, sustainability can mean so many different things, and two, there's so much information out there, it can be very overwhelming, so it's yeah. nice that you just break it down and say, okay, this is what your carbon footprint is, this is what it means, and this is how to reduce it. It's just like with the style that binds us, information, plain and simple, and then this is an actionable step you can take. Yeah. Um, for me, what I believe is we need to get clothes, we need to be clothed, like we need clothes, um, and we need to consume things. Um, okay, I think globally, we need to consume maybe a little bit less, not a little bit, quite a bit less. Yeah. Um, you know, we should reuse, we should recycle, we should, you know, buy secondhand and all that. But I think we still need to make things. And I think part of my ethos is we need to figure out how to make things that don't hurt the planet. Going from as simple as going from um, from cotton to organic cotton is already better. And then now there's regenerative co- regenerated cotton. So that's even better. But we need to figure out how we can make things that are not just carbon um, neutral, but mm-hmm. also uses less carbon and um, be carbon positive, and also um, how do we make things that give back to the planet? And I think there are examples of things which are doable as well. And even in, in vodka, there's a carbon neutral vodka out there. So if vodka can do it, like why can't we do it for all our clothes? Um, so we're working towards that, and um, I think one day we'll be able to. Like it, we can't we can't continue living this way where every time we buy something, it's bad for the planet. We can buy something and it still can be good. And that's my hope for the future. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because you employ people and you are making mm-hmm. things that are worthwhile. I mean, there's many reasons to make things, like you said. Um, yeah. and, and also wearing clothes, like, you know, for all of us, it makes us feel good. It makes us happy. It gives us confidence. And, and those are important things, too. We can't be like, oh, it's all about sustainability and we don't buy anything for ourselves. Right. Um, that's, that's not possible also. No, so that's not. We really want to figure out how we can make things that are not harmful to the planet. Right. And that are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Did you always know that you would want to start a company of your own? Um, I think there was always a little bit something since a very young age. Um, <laughs> I, you know, my, my family's been in, in clothing and, um, when I applied for university, I wanted to go to design school or fashion school. My dad said no, um, which I guess is a good, it's a good thing. But I guess since, you know, my teenage years, I, there's always something there that I wanted to do. Um, yeah. So I'm really happy I did. We are too. <laughs> All right. What are you most excited about right now? Most excited about right now? Um, I'm at this very moment, I'm looking forward to the holiday season. I mean, it's not that far away. (laughs) And um, yeah, we can buy some presents for other people, for ourselves and um, put a smile on our faces. Um, This year has been a bit madness for everyone. Um, 
So, <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think we we need some happy cheerfulness. And you know, I have, as I said, I have kids, and with yeah. them, of course, it's about you know so much Christmas stuff that we can do. So <laughs> so so much fun. Yeah, and just buying presents and, and all that, um, and you know, food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, the food during the holidays is so good. Yeah. How did you? No, and, and it's also this year has just been like yes. the world is totally upside down. It is. <laughs> so we have to look at the happy moments. That's right. And I, the one thing I do think it, you know, it, it's it's reconnected people, and it's made people stop and think about, okay, this Christmas is going to be different, but how can we make it? really meaningful, more meaningful, almost like we have enough time to make those cookies that our grandmother made or whatever it is that we always wanted to do, but we never had time to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do it this year. Like you'll do something, yeah. we'll start a new tradition with your children or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how did y'all pivot during COVID with the brand? Yeah, so with COVID, I actually paused the brand for um, a couple months. Um, and um, I think one of the reasons was I was so worried about even myself leaving the house and, and, um, and you know, the, the fulfillment and, and all those. So I thought it was um, partially safe, safer for our company and for our people to, um, for the business to pause and not have to, of course, no one was in the office and all that. Um, I was supposed to open stores in New York over the summer. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, we, we had two stores planned. Um, one was a pop-up, long-term pop-up, but the other was, yeah. So um, that's not happening. And I, I don't know when we will be doing that. But now every, there's more people buying online. So sure, um, yeah, that's not a bad thing. And yeah, I think um, it's also, I think with COVID, as with a lot of people, has made it think a bit more and you know there's articles in the news about how maybe air is a little bit better or like in in some places like in in venice where you know, the waters become clear and you know those things wake us up and you know i think mm-hmm. i feel like more people care about sustainability and yeah. more people ask about it so um overall for the for the world i think that's a good thing yeah Yes, and please keep us posted about a New York City store. That is so exciting. I know. I know. Now I'm just like, oh, I don't know what, when, when that will happen. That's right. That's okay. to, It'll so. happen when it's supposed to. Yeah. Yes. Any interesting companies that you're looking to invest in that we should know about? Um, okay, so um, I've invested in a sneaker company. Um, they make the world's first circular sneaker, which means that when you're done with the sneaker, as a white sneaker, it's a very bright white sneaker that can go with your office wear, can go from, you know, uh, you know, if you want to go, go to grocery wear with a, a skirt or a dress, it's a very versatile white sneaker. But a white sneaker often gets dirty very quickly and people then end up just throwing it away. And their whole thing is you don't have to throw it away, send it back to them. They've designed it so that you can dismantle it and they can recycle it into a new pair. Wow. Um, so um, it, it's super comfortable as well. Um, but I'll get them to send you guys some to oh. try. And I think so that's a great one. And then the other one, which um, just launched, is called Dirty Labs. So Dirty Labs is a laundry detergent that is cleaner than any clean detergents on the market. You use much less and it works better or as, as good as um, the soap 
the you know old brand names that we we grew up with <laughs> um that's yeah. so exciting and it smells really nice <laughs> oh that's wonderful <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to try that too. All of this is exciting. This is going to be an interesting question to answer. What is a day in the life? What does it look like for you? Including times, because we are so curious about that. With twins. So, right. Yeah. Um, I wake up and it's usually kids and um, my days, I try to spend quite a bit of time with, with the kids. I mean, the past, this year is very different than prior because you know, there's less school and I've been teaching them and homeschooling them kind of situation. And, and, um, it's been very tiring, really. (laughs) It's been very, very tiring. Um, and I would say mainly Monday to Friday evenings after I put them to sleep, I'm working every single night. Um, and you know, I work at night so that I can spend a little bit more time with them during the day. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess I, I, well, this year everyone sacrificed with their social life, but I, I definitely have done that quite a bit. Um, and um, yeah, it's, it's juggling. And sometimes I'm trying to be with my kids and I'm on the phone at the same time. And then by the end of the day, I'm like, why am I doing both at the same time? And it's just <laughs> not efficient and, and it's not nice to them either. So that's something that I constantly try to remind myself not to do that and really just have a, schedule like for me when I have a schedule I know this time I'm going to work this time I'm going to be with them um it makes it much easier um, versus when I'm trying to multitask (laughs) it doesn't work it's really really hard we were talking to another um friend her name is Jennifer Justice and she was talking about that she has twins I think they're girls it's a boy and a girl girl. And, and she was talking about how what she does she she knows that you know from the time they wake up until the time she drops them off at school, she's not going to take any calls. It doesn't matter. She, she, yeah. She's worked a lot with Jay-Z and Beyonce. It wouldn't matter if they called her. That is her time, you know, with her kids. And then she puts this time aside for work that, you know, unless there's an emergency with the kids, that's when she can work. And that way I feel like Delia has taught me more about how to do that too. It, it, it makes you feel better and more able to cope because you can say, yeah. I know when that's scheduled in. I will get to yeah. that. And right now I've given myself, um, you know, the freedom to get to be fully in the moment with these kids because I can tell you, Veronica, they grow up very quickly. They really they do. do. They really do grow up very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. Switching gears now. Tell us about care. So I saw this thing about spill and stain proof clothing. I'm not sure if that's all the pieces or a few of the pieces. And do you hand wash? Do you dry clean? What's the story there? Yeah, so it's for our eco lounge collection. And um, I think because it's home clothes, um, you know, I'm with kids. So I spill things or they spill things on me. Um, So we do have um, some items which are spill proof. And part of the idea is also, if you can get the spills off without yes. having to wash it, then you actually yes. wash less. And because washing is not very sustainable, every time you use a lot of water, there's most people don't use our Dirty Labs clean laundry detergent. So um, right. there's lots of chemicals. Um, right. And so doing laundry is not the most environmentally friendly thing. So if we can wash less, it's better. And these clothes, um, these t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, and sweatpants that we make, have um, antimicrobial um, and anti-odor properties in them as well. So um, it's really for our lounge collection. 
And um, it's just comfy stuff and, and um, you can wear it, you know, for, for quite a few times at home before putting it in the wash. Yeah, that's wonderful. I think a lot of people think they're doing something great when they're not taking their clothes to the dry cleaner, which mm -hmm. they are. It's probably better. But at the same time, it's still, you know, like you said, doing a lot of things that aren't so great. And um, it's also, you know, your clothes, you want your clothes to last. If you take care yeah. of them, get the stains off of them, you shouldn't have to be washing them all the time. Mm -hmm. so, um, and and they, there's anti-odor, so it doesn't smell. I think amazing. that's also important. <laughs> That's huge, huge. Yep. Yes, I've already spilled uh, lemon water on my sweater, and it totally went away very quickly. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I can attest to the spill. work. Tell us about any tips for balancing motherhood and running a business, and based on your day in the life, are you able to take time to sleep, exercise, and any self-care? Oh, I think definitely um, exercise is important. Um, I do not have time to exercise every single day, but you know, I do three to four times a week. Um, and I also don't beat myself up if I can't do it. Right. And I think I've stressed too much about things um, before, but I think it's important to exercise. And, and there are moments where I'm like, Oh, oh I didn't have time to exercise and I'll be with my kids and I'll start, you know, doing something, um, from push-ups to sit-ups, you know, the basic stuff. And that sometimes I do it with them. And, um, and I think with COVID that period, we did a lot of yoga together and sometimes they're doing like more fun, cutesy ones from YouTube and I'm there trying to do squats or something like that. <laughs> we just try to fit it in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, I think, I think it's just scheduling. And, and one other thing about scheduling is like when I have a schedule, I know this is a time where I don't procrastinate. If I'm like, oh, you know, by the end of the day, I want to do these couple of things and I don't have a schedule for it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it maybe a little bit later. Oh, I'm going to go tend to my kids and do something with them before right. I reply this email and then things get delayed. But if I have a schedule time, I'm like, oh, no, I need to do it within this time frame. It, it's, right. There's an urgency to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a question. This would probably be answered through... Um, you know, growing up in your, with your family's businesses, since your brand is relatively new, but do you have any advice for how to create a long lasting brand? Um, I think brands these days need to be authentic. Um, and that's how I created my brand. Um, but I also see that some other brands out there, there, there are stories and there's great founder stories that are out there. Um, and I'm like, you know, I become consumers of their brands because I'm like, oh, that's such a, such a great story. Versus, I think in the past, um, fashion brands were more about what's the trend, um, and I think that's changing in general. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, I re I really had a personal epiphany moment. Um, I think that this was 2014. I went trekking in Nepal. I was out in in the open the night before climbing the biggest mountain. I woke up suddenly. I was, I was just selling my first business at that time. And um, I was like, of course, making money is important, but it's not everything. And I just had this moment where I'm like, I have to do things in sustainability. And for me, this purpose, it is what keeps me moving. Um, and I'm really lucky to have a purpose. And it's not just about making another dollar, making another zero um, in the end of the numbers. Yeah. It's a huge, it's a huge purpose. It really is that you've taken on and you're just, 
you're going to be teaching so many people. I think sustainability has been a word now in the fashion industry for a few years, but for most people out in the world, you know, they're aware of it in some ways like recycling, things like that. As far as their clothing and all of that, you're just, you're introducing a whole new group of people to, to what that means. Yeah. And if anyone wants to ask me about our brand or questions on, especially on sustainability, they want to learn more, just email us. I'm, I get excited about talking about sustainability and um, yeah. So what is next for you and everybody and everyone? Um, For everybody and everyone, I think there is, as I said, there's more products that we would like to create Um, and there's different categories. We should be launching a whole different category in January. Um, So I'm really excited about that, but I can't say what it is yet, um, (laughs) but it's coming soon. Um, But it's, it's something that's not something that we don't have on our website right now. That's great. (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's really super exciting. First, I wanted to say before we wrap this up, the contribution that you and your father made towards the Met Costume Institute's China exhibit. I don't mean monetary. I mean by, you know, connecting Andrew Bolton and everybody together so that the Chinese were happy with the exhibit in America and the Americans understood. You know, I feel like it was such an amazing cultural experience. And much of that is is thanks to you too. So I wanted to, to say that thank you for that. That was just such a beautiful um, yeah, and I mean, they did such a great job. I mean, the exhibition was beautiful, and of course, it it, it attracted a lot of people to come see it. And um, you know, the world is is global. It's this year has been a little bit crazier, um, but we are global. We are connected, and I think it's important to get exposure to all different types of people, even within the country. Um, Absolutely, and everyone to have an open mind, and sometimes art. And um, fashion is, is a way to do it because there is beauty. Um, and I think with, with fashion and beautiful things and art, you know, human beings, we're born to create, like we want to create beautiful things. And there are a lot of talented people who are out there to create. But again, we need to figure out how we can continue to create things sustainably. Um, so, and um, that's why, you know, we, we support the arts of all different sorts. Um, and um, yeah. Yeah. So it was a great event to be a part of. Yes, most definitely. All right. So tell us where people can find you. Well, um, our website is www.everybodyeveryone.com or you can follow us on Instagram. Um, it's everybody and everyone um, on Instagram. <laughs> great. Yes. Well, thank you so much. This was lovely and we invite thank you everyone to check out the social media the website this definitely passes the style standard so we highly recommend purchasing one or more pieces thank you so much veronica we loved hearing all about the brand and we look forward to talking more about it in the future thank you so much for this great opportunity i had so much fun this hour (laughs) if you like what you heard Tell a friend about our show, subscribe to our podcast, and also scroll to the bottom and give a rating and or a review. Those are the best ways for other people to find out about our podcast. See you next time. Bye.